0: Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating choosing.
1: I'm starting Beating, never cheating, choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheating, choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheating.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Stick. It's everyone's favorite completely not-niche-topic podcast about Homestar Runner. Uh, I'm David, a.k.a. Dump Tell No Mandy, starring Nicolas Cage.
0: Uh, My name is Eden, a.k.a. uh, Litigation Jackson.
1: I'm Dan Silva, a.k.a. Mike Dawson, a.k.a. uh, De La Soul Chugga Jigawaga. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's really good. Okay. Um Dan, uh you're our you're our guest uh this evening. Um what did we bring you on to talk about? We
1: came on to talk about Teen Girl Squad. Uh so <laughs> I guess I'll start by talking about like my history with Homestar Runner. I Yeah, please. I originally started getting into it around 2006, I believe, when I believe what happened was, like, I was either reading some wiki article on some wiki site, it could have been regular Wikipedia, it could have been Mario Wiki, it could have been some page on memes, I don't know. But but around that time I found out that Homestar Runner was a thing, and I was in middle school and I had nothing better to do, so... I got into it and started really just enjoying it. Like, it's it was a formative part of my life. I got way too into it into middle school to the point where I was essentially having a miniaturized version of... I think Jeff Gersman calls it internet toe-tapping. Just being so <laughs> fixated on a thing, it, it gets annoying to other people and then makes them like it less.
2: Yeah, that that totally tracks. Uh, I, I think that Homestar was pretty much that for me as well um somewhere around 2005 2006.
0: I tried to introduce almost anyone that I met like around uh, a little bit later on because I'm I'm usually the young like the youngest person in any particular Homestar discussion but when I like I used to try to introduce people to it and I feel like I probably made more enemies of Homestar Runner than fans of Homestar Runner over that
2: period. Oh yeah for sure it's it's like there, there's a couple of pieces of media that are like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've I recently showed uh, a couple of Teen Girl Squad episodes to a friend of mine who is, uh, who's 20 and uh, thus didn't really uh, fall into the age group of Homestar people um, at the time when it would have been, uh, I guess, uh, age-appropriate, yeah. um, and so didn't really have that reference point, and... She just had no idea what to make of it. Like, I'm pretty much the. I'm pretty sure the only thing she said was, "You guys are weird. Why are you showing me this?" (laughs) Yeah, Um, I'm just like, that's and
0: I think like speaking of like this, obviously like Team Girl Squad because that's the one that we're doing today. I've been one of the things I've been wondering about it, and I mean we obviously have to get into like the the intro, like uh, the way it was introduced, but. They talk about them being teen girls, but do we ever get any idea of exactly how old the teen girls are?
1: Uh, I I rewatched all of these, like, an hour ago, just to make sure I had it fresh in my head, and apparently they're just ambiguously 13 to 19 years old.
2: Yeah, they're the teenest girls between the ages of 13 and 19. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, the... So this, like, uh, just, I guess, to go quickly through the origins for, you know, for people who haven't seen the Teen Girl Squad 1, because it is kind of one of the more, I guess, esoteric bits of Homestar, where it has almost nothing to do with the actual show, like, even less than uh, the Cheat Commandos that we did last episode. Yeah, Yeah, they
2: started with, um, with as many other things, a strong bad email, um, because that's kind of the central focal point of everything on the site, uh, it seems, um, and some some person uh, sent Strong Bad an email uh, asking, can you make a comic about my friends? Their names are, insert four names here. He just sort of mumbles them through and <laughs> <Yeah. everybody> forgets. <laughs> Their names are hobbledy gobbledy Um <laughs> the Virginia, Joy, get... Christian, and Jennifer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's where we get the made-up names of cheerleader so-and-so, what's-her-face, and the ugly one.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's, like, they, the four teen girls have, like, these certain archetypes to them. Cheerleader's, like, the stereotypical popular girl who's, like, she she looks so good. She loves every boy, et cetera, et cetera.
2: And so all the other girls, uh, like, look up to her and yeah. take all of her fashion tips
1: Uh, Then there's so-and-so, who is, like, this sort of, like, more straightforward, uh, like, straight-laced girl, uh, more... She's more of a nerd a bit. Uh,
2: Yeah, I always got kind of a preppy vibe from her.
1: Yeah. Uh, What's-her-face is sort of, like, the weird, unpopular girl. She's just... She's just sort of an outlier, like, notably she doesn't wear a dress like the other ones. Uh, She's... Yeah sometimes kind of gross but not <laughs> as gross as the ugly one who is just an anomaly who who is usually incredibly disgusting and also her dad is the owner of a broken used a broken and used
2: electronic appliance store Manolio's yeah, <laughs> electropon yeah Manolio's ugly one's electropon uh, i think at one point the ugly one uh is introduced uh, with just the word hygiene, with a question mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That,
0: that's in the first, uh, that's in the comic one, like the first Teen yeah. Girl Squad
2: episode. Yeah. Yeah, I know th- it, it, at the start of each episode, they're introduced in the same exact way. Cheerleader, so-and-so, what's-her-face, the ugly one. And as they flash by, they get some sort of, like, phrase that may or may not have to do at all with them or anything.
1: It usually is supposed to like sum up what something they like or some aspect of their character, like let me pull let me just grab one of these off this extensive tagful on the wiki uh, let me see issue five they talk about what swimsuits they wear, cheerleader is two piece so and so is one piece what's her face is same clothes, and the ugly one is three piece question mark double exclamation point,
2: <laughs> yeah. And the picture is her wearing, you know, a bikini top and bottom, and then just a weird strip of cloth going around the middle of her torso.
0: Strip of yeah. cloth. That's a good band name. Yeah, yeah. A
2: strip of cloth. Do you like
1: cloth? Uh, she likes cloth. <laughs> uh, they usually like episodes are just like them doing some weird, some normal teenager thing, but then like that. That's just through Strong Bad's weird. Ob- absurd lens and like there's all these weird visual gags like in the earlier episodes they'll be like walking around and then like like the sun will eat a flock of birds or something (laughs) and like inevitably they all die at some point or most of them usually
2: right i i definitely can relate to um the the random like doodles of things you know doing weird things in the background. Like, when I was in school, I would draw stuff like that in the margins of my notes all the time when I was bored in, in class.
0: I was just going to say, like, just to give an example, like, there's one where they're walking by and the sun turns into a buzzsaw and kills all the birds flying by.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think you and Dan are thinking of the same one. Yeah, and also
1: there was this one bit where, from what I just watched, in the... East, and I think the summer camp one, they, which would be 11, uh, like, they drive, like, the, the three girls who are going to camp drive away on a bus and, like, and there's suddenly death in the background. And it, and Strong Bad does this for bold. And then death <laughs> takes a bite out of a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of the best things about it is just all the, all the weird sound effects Strong Bad comes up with.
2: That's yeah um that i am trying to remember a specific example I think the the first one I thought of was um I don't remember what episode it was, but there's like a point where there's like a really like big guy like just rolling towards them uh <laughs> from far away, and you hear just oh, 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 <laughs> squished. <laughs>
1: God. Uh, what's what's a good sound uh, Of course there's like the iconic Like death sounds that are just A verb with duh at the end Like arrowed yeah.
0: Sparrowed <laughs> uh, A new twist on an old classic <laughs> uh, uh, Wave of babies
1: Oh god wave of babies
2: <laughs> There's they so many really want- ways to die in this universe yeah. But I, I think one of our questions is about that, so we, we may want to yeah to wait for at least a little bit to, yeah. to list all of them. That's true. Um, I'm th- sure it Kind of a recurring. I don't know if you call it a character, but it's like a guy who is balding and has a really big mouth.
1: Yeah, this like <laughs> big angry angry bald guy with like his mouth permanently open, and usually he kills them somehow. It's great,
2: like. That's kind of a terrifying visual, if you think about it, for yeah. longer than he's actually on screen. He spits, like,
0: he's usually spits arrows, but occasionally, like, birds, or in one case, a wedding ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit,
1: I just remembered another sound effect that really, like... When I was going through these earlier, like, the first time I really started to laugh out loud was in issue two, where... Where I, one of them dies by the du- dude and it's, and it's just them getting hit with a, with a big truck that just says children on it. Children. <laughs> <laughs> and in the following issue that, one of my favorite sound effect bits is like, there's just this horde of possums coming towards what's her face and he <laughs> says,
2: possums. <laughs> <laughs> that really does kind of capture the lingering or the looming horror of a group of, of possums coming to 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 chew your flesh. Um, the the moments that I had earlier today when I was rewatching everything that made me just crack up in the middle of my workday um, was in issue number five. Um, let me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, th- this is an episode where they go on spring break, um, and uh, except for what's her face, what's her face stays home because uh, she's not. She they they forgot to invite her. Uh, they That's tried the to invite her, her, but mom, they forgot. I think. Isn't
0: that the one where her mom gives her mom uh, makes her work as work a job at the shirt folding store?
1: No, that one's the summer camp one. I keep getting those mixed up because they're. <laughs> Basically, they're a similar premise, and I like even before I started watching these, I got them too mixed up. But anyways, keep going.
2: Yeah. So um, the the ugly one uh, decides that she is too embarrassed to talk to the cool college boys on the beach, and buries her head in the sand. <laughs> and uh, she has a thought bubble that says, "I hope nobody cooler, famous is staring at me." And you zoom out and see George Washington, Abe Lincoln and Henry Rollins standing there and George <laughs> Washington says, "Look, look at that girl."
0: <laughs> I I still think like after watching that episode today, can I say that the when the, the two college guys go, "I miss video games. I miss my mom." Those are still those words have just become increasingly resonant ever oh, yeah. since I've gone to university.
2: Damn. Yeah. When I was in when I was in college, I think I had a little bit of time for video games. Um, I, I think I played a lot of Guitar Hero three on my on my Wii, but that was about it. I watched my I watched my roommate play through Bioshock one. I think I think that was all of my video game experience when I was in college.
0: I was gonna say one of the things that I've like that I noticed about Team Girl Squad that it seems to be very good at doing is. Spawning probably some of the better recurring characters that they have on. Uh, they have on the whole. Like any of the tunes on the website. Like they'll yeah. have. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Does Mrs. Commanderson uh, count as a recurring character?
1: Does she show up in another thing? I. I swear. Let me.
2: I don't know. Let's find out.
1: Hmm. Mrs.
2: Mrs. Commanderson. <laughs> she has three appearances and one of them is not teen girl squad so yeah she totally appears in the next episode uh (laughs) the she Commandos episode and not in not in an easter egg either
1: oh one thing i've noticed is like as like the series develops the characters sort of like develop a voice like like in the earlier episodes everyone's supposed to be like strong bad doing a voice but as it goes on there's more like weirder voices and like completely disconnected voices like the four gregs don't sound anything like strong bad
2: no they don't (laughs) it's kind of like how supposedly uh in like the powered by the cheat cartoons the cheat is doing the voices
0: that's true like in the Powered by the like is is are are the gregs also uh mike chapman then or are they uh are they Mike or Matt? Because yeah. I know that in the Powered by the Cheat... I can never remember which one does what, but the the animating brother
2: does the voices in Powered by the Cheat.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Mike, Mike did the Powered by the Cheat voices, and Matt does all the other voices. And I think that the four Gregs are also Matt, because Mike's voice sounds pretty much the same, regardless of what voice he's doing. Yeah. It's true. It's just like the... Uh,
0: because even the uh, because even like cause the four Gregs they got their own like this like speaking of spinoff characters earlier, they got their own one episode spinoff. Yeah. But do you know how early in like how early in the sort of timeline of Teen Girl Squad the four Gregs one actually happened? I,
1: well, I was actually looking up the dates. Uh, I think Four Gregs was towards the later point. Uh, let me just yeah, issue shoot.
2: number nine.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. And they like, they were in there. They, that was the first mention of sci-fi Greg, and then in an then then in an Easter egg, they introduced the uh, the D three other Greg. Gregs: sci uh, uh D D Greg, Japanese culture Greg, and open uh, source Greg.
0: One? Open source
2: Greg. Oh yeah, I, open source.
1: I I just want to mention that Japanese culture Greg is weird to me because it's. Clearly, someone trying to make a joke about anime, despite never watching anime in their life.
0: He just yells Japanese words occasionally. Yeah,
2: yeah having having been to ha- having been involved in a uh, a college uh, anime club for a brief period of time, and by brief I mean like two years. Um, I I can say that there are anime fans who do that. where they'll just be, you know, talking to you and randomly put in like, uh, 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 like baka desu.
0: Oh yeah. Like when I was in high school and had, uh, you know, you know, that, that sort of group, you know, that sort of group of friends, I, you know, I had all sorts of people I know who would do like, as you know, that, you know that scene like I think it's in Four Gregs where in the actual Four Gregs episode where they're all where open source Greg uh torrents them some sugar daddies and hot dogs and uh, uh, op- and, uh the Japanese culture Greg oh, responds yeah. but it's just some uh, but it's just some uh, 40-year-old okasan with a uh, you know with a shoebox full of ones and I had plenty of friends in high school who would talk like exactly like that they just yeah insert <laughs> random Japanese words and phrases like
1: I love sushi. I love Japan. Period. Garugamesh.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I, I completely forgot about that ad until now. So thank you for that. Okay. That, that, that had to have been like what? 2006 it was like or seven,
1: 2005 or 2006. I don't remember exactly. It you was early do you know what We're YouTube. talking
2: about
0: I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Dan, me, please.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let me just pull up. I'll link it in the chat. Uh, it's called, uh, the Sacracon. uh, Sakurakan commercial, uh, 2009,
2: huh? Oh, yeah. I guess it was more recent than I thought.
1: Yeah, me but too. But
2: that, I think that makes sense. It I mean, that is in that rough era of early yeah.
1: YouTube.
2: Yeah. and When I started my Tumblr, I think. Yeah, so, uh, since we don't, since we, uh, probably don't want to sit and watch this while yeah. we're recording... Um, yeah, generally, it's just a bunch of people sitting at a sushi bar, saying Japanese things to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all decide they want to go to this convention because they all love Japan so much.
0: Is it like specifically like, was it an anime convention? Or was it just like a Japan convention? Like, how was that?
2: Huh. I have to no I think I it's to... a I think based on all the things that they're talking about it has to have been a just a Japanese culture convention because mm. like they're talking about uh like J rock for example um which I could see having uh a convention following
0: yeah yeah like I like I have friends we, even we now know
2: we know a number of people who listen to almost exclusively Japanese music
0: like I have like yeah, I have like people I know even like in the whitest city in the world that I live in, even like like tons of people there who like I know who still listen to like well it's I guess it's more Korean, but like the same sort of like I guess Asian culture enthusiasm that you get out of like something like that Sacrocon commercial or uh I don't know, does Japanese culture Drake g- stick exclusively to Japanese or is he more of like a sort of the general end up getting more general later on
1: specifically japanese but
0: i was just wondering if like the brothers chaps ran out of japanese references at some point and just like started going to the well a little bit
2: i think they used most of them on stinko man yeah (laughs) that's Um... true (laughs) they didn't really need another uh another anime reference character but they made one anyway i just think they needed
0: just a different
2: kind of nerd Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of kinds to go around. They could have had like comics, Greg.
0: Com- I think I, w- I just yeah, comics. Greg could have worked.
2: Yeah,
0: I, yeah, the, yeah, the four Gregs are the like. Also, we haven't talked about uh, Tompkins yet. The oh uh... yeah,
1: Tompkins.
0: <laughs> I feel How like about he's. Of, I feel like he's of even more indeterminate age than the Teen Girl Squad are. <laughs> yeah,
2: because yeah. like I think Tompkins... he's supposed to be about. Well, there there's the one episode where they're like all in. You know, preschool or day daycare or whatever together.
1: Yeah,
2: I- I- I'm thinking it had to have been daycare because, like, a number of them were like I think still in diapers or something, mm. and uh, and Tomkins is also there, and he's like half their height, and they make fun of him for being so short.
1: Why do you be so short?
2: <laughs> the uh... I-, I cannot speak to whether or not that episode is canonical, but.
0: I think like the reason why it's so much more indeterminate though for me is because he's definitely drawn like he's younger than them and like behaves like he's younger than them because he gets babysat by the ugly one I think or no he yeah. gets ba- well so, so and no he so, gets I think. yeah so and so and then the ugly one shows up later and the rest of them do but like he also there's a point where I think so and so has a crush on him in one of the episodes
1: yeah
2: that's so that, entirely possible yeah, like th- cheerleader and so and so. I, I, also, What's-Her-Face are really, like, boy crazy. Like, What's-Her-Face has the, the catchphrase, I think I have a chance with this guy.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> was a song on the album. Yeah. I think I have a chance with this guy. hope
2: I go to France with this guy.
0: <laughs> you you guys probably both have more experience with the, like, the Homestar Runner, uh, like, F. Miria and I do cuz I've never I've never heard the strong bad sings and other type hits or those
2: sort of like Oh yeah. Oh do it. Absolutely. Yeah. side projects um,
1: It was like this sort of like it was just an album of like different songs some were like expanded off of older things The whole thing started cuz of like this really old cartoon where that was a parody of album commercials and like some oh, of those yeah. are based on titles from that and some of them are just, like, songs... Like I said, songs f- that showed up in the tunes that were expanded upon further.
2: Uh, yeah. I, isn't I'm, that where, like, the v- full-length... I'm vaguely length... remembering this now. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's where full-length Trogdor is from.
0: All right, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, because I haven't... Yeah, because I, I have not heard the I think I have a chance with this guy song, or at least if I have, I don't
2: remember it. Yeah, I think, um... One... One of the songs uh, on that CD, which got uh, expanded um, from the original cartoon um, to a full, I guess, quote-unquote, full-length song, was uh, You've Got an Ugly and Stupid Butt.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've got an ugly butt and a stupid yeah. butt. <laughs>
0: Is that from Southern. like the? Is that from like the one where uh like it was like a really old female where like they're talking about yeah. how dumb is Home Star's butt because his head is really dumb or something like that?
1: Hmm. I think so.
2: Um, originally from the Strong Bad sings tune. This is oh. from this is from two thousand. We're going way back for this one. Did um, Strong
0: Ben have a bit more wrestle mask in his uh, accent back then? He did. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. The the songs the a couple of the songs off the list were, let's see, who is the guy that wins all the contests? Um, what's the problem with your stupid face? I never said I wouldn't try to beat the crap out of you. Um, let's get started on doing all those awesome things I suggested. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, this one time I saw Homestar punching a kitten in the throat. So, you know, all the hits are there.
1: Yeah.
2: All the well known Strong Bad songs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just wondering, like, does, because I know, like, the, the Teen Girl Squad is also one of the ones, like, cause, because it's funny that we've gotten off on this sort of tangent, because Teen Girl Squad's one of the few, like, female, like, ex- like female spin offs that doesn't really have much impact in, like, any of the other tunes, really.
1: Yeah, it's... It is really sort of this own thing. It's just this thing Strong Bad makes. That it...
2: Yeah. hmm. It crosses over occasionally. Yeah, let me just look at the... uh, I I, I, I guess virus doesn't really count because everything crosses over with everything else in in that Strong Bad email.
1: I'm looking at the other appearances thing in the wiki, and there really isn't a lot. It's mostly... I guess one of the most notable bits of crossover might be death metal, where they come up with Brain Brainkrieg, uh, who uh, are just now a thing in Team Girl Squad. They had a song written in one of the Halloween specials, uh, oh, and it's yeah, the,
2: the
0: decomposing pumpkins.
1: Yeah,
2: it was it was the decoupage, right? Was that was that the one it was? Yeah, uh... they just oh yeah, when they just growl words, get that... down, get down <laughs> with the decoupage.
1: I think that one was a tarantula one. Oh, so I get that's... down with the trudge,
2: mank. But... Oh,
1: yeah, that was also a tarantula one. Uh, I gotta confess, like, I guess twelve <laughs> or thirteen year old me was actually really unsettled by the weird meat animation that was in the in that oh, one yeah. female.
2: Yeah, I think that was actually based on a real music video. I think it that's was, like. Uh... A- a tool it was, video? Yeah, it was. Huh. I think it was uh, it?
0: forty-six and two by Tool, if I remember my like being a massive fan of Tool in high school <laughs> phase. I am pretty sure that was the video that it was.
2: Yeah, doesn't the guy from Tool like own his own like winery now, and he makes he makes Tool wine? Uh, and <laughs> that he's sounds like... like a thing that Tim Allen would drink. Sorry,
0: <laughs> a complete uh, sidetrack thing. I saw the guy from tool who i you know obviously kind of sucks a lot uh one of the things that he did recently was with his his wine somebody asked if it was vegan he said oh i real just realized it was and then when and there's a picture of him dipping bacon in the tool wine
1: because hmm. you oh, know
0: cool super, he's very you know super very cool to own the vegans <laughs> you know yeah
1: <laughs> ruining some wine to own the vegans
2: exactly yeah. like, making your making your wine taste like pork to own the vegans Um, i I love i love edgelords who are in their 50s because it's clear that they're just gonna be that forever god oh my god maynard james keenan is who we're talking about i finally found his name
0: don't they all have like three like i'm pretty sure their bassist has like a three names name as well he's he's like i don't know like the thing is, is like, again, the guy from Tool is very much canceled for uh, sexual assault allegations that happened earlier this year. So oh, wow. it's very good and to dunk on him. It's love, fine to
1: do. Love to hear it. Uh, it's
0: unfortunate yeah. to find out. Because, like, I don't know, like, that's 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 the kind of the thing that I've realized, though, like, is that. Tool's really only been influential in like their visuals. I don't know if I've ever found a band that sounds like like they really like the music of Tool.
2: Yeah, like, and that that kind of brings up a, a, an interesting point about just like the things that in in that influenced Homestar in general. Like, it's really even even now, like, even though it's still technically being produced, like. There's a lot of stuff in there that is of its time, <laughs> which seems weird to say, given that it was you know only what 15 years ago.
1: A thing about Homestar Runners references is not only are they of its time, they're of a time most people have forgotten and don't care about. <laughs> like that's part of what makes that's part of what makes it all so timeless. Just references to things nobody knows or cares about, and have to look up. Just Yeah.
0: I remember constantly feeling like a fake fan every time the Halloween episodes would come around, and I just didn't know what any of the costumes were.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I only ever knew probably, like, one per episode.
1: Yeah. Big same. Uh...
2: Like, oh, the king of town is Mario. That's, that's cool, I guess. I've played a Mario before in my time.
1: Yeah. Mario Jump...
2: Fuck, dude, he sure does.
0: <laughs> Mario sure is in a, is a video game.
1: Super Mario Baby. Super fucking Mario.
0: <laughs> like, in specific, like, I do want to come back to a question I asked at the beginning, which is uh, wondering, like, how old they are, because it definitely... I don't know if you guys agree, but I've sort of come down to the idea that it's a sliding scale. Like, it just yeah. changes depending on where they need it to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we I was... know
2: they're, at the very least, in high school. Um, like, because, or... They, they, have know, a they may, they may either be in high school or in eighth grade, because there was, in the, in the one where they walk up to the college guys on the beach, so-and-so goes, we're in eighth grade!
1: Oh, that does remind me of, like, a good bit that happens in a couple of these, where, like, two characters will say something at the same time and it'll be very different like yeah in episode 11 there's they're canoeing and like cheerleader says boys are an important part of life while the ugly one says canoes are an important part of life
0: one of the things that like cuz it also brings up the question of how old is strong bad because <laughs> like twice at least he hits on the characters he's drawn
1: God,
0: that, teen girl Squad. i'm not really trying to weird, be like yeah. strong bad is canceled i'm just genuinely curious now <laughs> because like in yeah. the first one he tries to get a ride to checks or rallies or sonic burger from uh mm-hmm. cheerleader and then a little while later he eats a piece of paper he, he does he's strong bad bore the ugly
1: one a... yeah he's first facing it with a piece of loose leaf <laughs>
2: <laughs> a piece of loose leaf but
1: yeah it is really weird how and also there's sometimes like other bit it's really weird and confusing and i think strong bad just exists in an ageless state just
0: yeah i feel like they all do like they're all just it's kind of like the whole how old is spongebob question where Mm. you know (laughs) sometimes he's a child sometimes he's an adult Like, you know, and sometimes, like, and it kind of like switches back and forth. I think it all plays by the same rules.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Strong Bad, for all of his immaturity and his, like, his, like, ramp, his, like, really rabid, like, fandom of certain things and just kind of his weird competitive streak kind of strikes me as, like, maybe a 15 or 16 year old, which is weird to say because he sounds like he's gargling a thousand frogs.
0: It's true. Like he, he's definitely either that, or he's like, you know, those like very particular sort of like early to mid twenties guys who are still really into all the things they were into when they were 15 to 16 years
1: old. Yeah. You're the, the angry video game nerds of the world, the Chris Borses of the world. <laughs> the, yes. uh, the Ernest Kleins of the world, if you will.
0: <laughs> oh God, that's a that uh, was it. neil's like the, the second guy you mentioned, that was the one who was like a rip off of the angry yeah, video game. Yeah, the Iron
1: Gamer. <laughs> the, he, <laughs> his, his stuff is kind of fun to watch, and I'm I'm only continuing this because he is kind of from that era. Where it's tr-
0: he's he's definitely of the not of the same cloth, but like,
2: yeah. Um, he yeah. exists. I could see Strong Bad having written Ready Player One.
0: If he did, though, it would have a lot more uh, references to hair metal in it than it does.
2: Yeah, yeah, hair metal and even more getting the ladies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is a Specifically,
2: bit... Specifically, the ladies.
1: There's a bit in the film of Ready Player One where they just reference... What was it? Uh, the Shining, and it has nothing... It's just like an extended Shining parody, and it has almost nothing to do with the plot.
0: Like (laughs) that, always just ends up reminding me of uh, you know you remember the Control Alt Delete uh, animated series. I don't know. Oh my
1: god!
0: And how like three (laughs) episodes are an extended Star Wars reference, where they just compress an entire episode into ten minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the best thing about it is about those is just they are based on an extended thing about Jack Thompson and Hillary Clinton there just that weird like that weird like period from the mid to late 2000s where gamers hated Hillary Clinton cuz she said something mean about video games one time
2: <laughs> <sighs> oh my god i i must have missed that cause it I, was I in think... grand
1: theft auto 4 too
2: oh okay yeah i never really got into the GTA games but i could see how I could absolutely see how there'd be like people who were really into it, and then you know, the the bad the bad the bad mom of Hillary Clinton came to take our video James away.
1: America's queen, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, like...
2: I, I need to I need to get a Verit code about uh, exactly uh, how to prove GTA four is bad for the youth. Otherwise, I'm not gonna believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel like, yeah, like that's the thing. It's like Teen Girl Squad very much kind of represents the kind of the kind of comic I, I feel like teenage Ernest Klein would have drawn if he had have been like a comic artist.
1: Yeah,
0: it's very I, much like an unpopular boy writing a cartoon to get back at the girls who won't date him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good
2: God. I definitely was one of those teens who like drew a lot of like anime girls (laughs) Mm. because like I had this idea in my head that clearly I could like draw something and then feel like emotionally fulfilled as if I were in a relationship and I feel like Ernest Cline probably also fell into that category as a teen but never really grew out of it. Is there uh like any specific teen girl squad thing that like just comes up in your life over and over again?
1: uh I always every now and again i get i miss video games I miss my mom stuck in my head
2: <laughs> uh, it's really catchy like they make it into a little song in an Easter egg at the yeah. end of that at the end of that episode I miss video games I miss my mom I miss video games. I'm, 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 my mom. I'll I'll have to splice in a little bit of that yeah. right, right here. You
0: no, know, I always get the uh the like th- this is probably the one that I watched the most when I was like really, really into like like the first like genuine like hardcore enjoyment of Homestar Runner when I was like watching it basically every day nonstop. This was probably the stuff that I rewatched the most. So I always have like stuff like this is my backing band. A shark and stuff like that, like caught yeah. like the or, uh, yeah,
2: my base feels seaworthy.
1: <laughs> or... I, I do definitely. Oh, sorry. It's, I'm thinking about things from Homestar Runner that have been burned into my vocabulary, and like most of them probably I would have, I just don't think about them, but ones that I do, definitely do every now and again are like saying a word that ends in ED as. As like Ed ending it with Ed instead of d and Oh yeah. And another thing I definitely say all up bonds every once in a while.
2: <laughs> the the Teen Girl Squad specific thing that that comes up a lot for me, um and I don't know why, but it's uh when What's Her Face goes to the thrift store when all the others go to the mall and she says, These clothes smell like grandma's
0: I I find also I get like the uh, the bit where like the bout like the red shell comes out and uh, kills so and so in I can't remember which comic it was or which issue rather comes out and uh, kills so and so and it says powned or powned or however you say that and like kind of like a stuttering voice that one gets stuck
2: in my head, God. And, of, and of course just the ow my ex. I I do remember when people like when I was playing, you know, whatever online game in the mid-2000s would actually say that.
0: <laughs> owned
2: yeah, yeah, that was a thing. It was. was it the it cool was a thing game. around the same time as uh, ZOMG. That that does remind me of a thing. Some
1: Someone retweeted earlier this Kevin Smith tweet from 2009 where he says... Ten years in, and we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other. A decade plus in her clit slash brown slash taint area still pones my dick.
0: Oh, God. Every time I hear that, it's like somebody's just peeling, like, a- an old
2: wound back open again. <laughs> yeah, pe- peeling some old jorts back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ
2: We can't use any of this I'm going to have to edit all of this out
1: Oh no
0: <laughs> Nope we can't I, I'm sorry I can't subject every Anyone who listens to this To being reminded of that Terrible Kevin Smith <laughs> tweets that, That's much more, right. a, uh, much more of a Much more of a City girls make do kind of joke <laughs>
1: But it is a,
2: uh, yeah. a I'll just I'll just add in cartoony sound effects.
1: A decade plus in her squee, squash, squee, Squash. Still pones my own. Well, honestly it's so we-
0: genuine like it's it's fine, obviously, I'm just kidding, but like
1: <laughs> Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> I got- make
1: sure to throw in a Mario coin noise.
0: <laughs> it still bones my pr
1: <laughs> Woohoo
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh god.
1: Still beat a d
0: Oh God, that's so good. Ten years in and we still uh, Woohoo like we're cheating on each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> This is the
0: worst fucking bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was that's thinking... two
2: thousand nine, baby.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. That's, Sadly it's... I was thinking about Kevin Smith recently because I live uh nearby to uh the actual Eden Prairie Mall, which is part of the um part of the view askew universe. Hmm. It's it's the mall where Mall Rats was filmed. Um and uh I think they reference it in Chasing Amy as well.
1: Hmm. I didn't know. So like
2: every every time I drive past there I just have just visions of jorts floating through my head. <laughs>
0: Honestly, the word jort, like, it doesn't sound like a real word when I hear it.
2: Like, jorts... It does kind of sound Homestar Runner-esque.
0: It sounds like the name of an alien, like...
2: <laughs> like, have you ever, like...
0: I don't know, like... Get, get I don't, out of here, oh, jorts.
2: Yeah. Nobody likes your style.
0: Because there was a... I don't know if you, either of you have seen this but there's a mark little bit where he talks about how Jort is like a TV show from the 80s like it's like ALF <laughs> but instead of always eating the family cat he just cuts all the legs off their jeans. <laughs> I have not heard this but I'm going to have not. to look it up.
1: you will have to link it to me later. This sounds interesting.
0: <laughs> it's a good bit. I'll link it in the ch- I'll link it in the chat after the episode. All
1: right. Uh, let's see. Oh, there is a thing when rewatching these, that uh, I forgot was in my head a lot, which was like in the Valentine's Day episode when at when so and so's death is just she's, she keeps trying to correct them about Valentines, and then just yeah. this f- this fork race car driver comes by and it's going times 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 times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one was probably always one of like that one's one of my favorites just because it's one of the least making sense type jokes that they like that they do in uh like Teen Girl Squad like like even more so like cause it's it's like it's because it, even more so than like I don't know no that probably goes to when like so and so or uh, what's her face gets beaten by uh, an alien with a bat for no reason
2: yeah, oh,
1: yeah. I think that yeah. ca- they have a name, but I forget what it is.
2: Uh, Thomas. Oh, yeah. And Thomas what did... happened to her? She got hurt, whereas <laughs> the speech bubble says, Thomas hit her with a bat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that they have that like discrepancy between the voice and the uh, speech bubbles there.
2: Do you have uh, anything uh, else that you want to go over, or should we get into questions? Uh, I would... Hmm... There's
1: something I feel could be mentioned and probably should be mentioned, but I don't want to mention. And I think we all know what it is.
0: I actually don't, but I'm concerned now to hear it.
1: The very bad, the very unfortunate and bad joke of PCP.
0: Oh, yeah. That actually is one of the questions, so we can probably just go into uh, yeah. that from there.
1: So um, why don't we go into questions, I guess?
0: It sounds good. All right, okay, I'm just going to pop, uh, pop down to it here. Um, uh, the discord user, the getup noise, uh, that is, uh, Joe Davin asks, uh, oh, it was that, oh no, I read the, I read the, uh, the wrong one. Oh no, it was. Sorry. I thought I was reading the wrong one for a second there. Uh, asks, it says less of a question and more of a comment, but PCP, huh?
1: Yeah. (laughs) They really just wanted to make a joke about rap and did not think about what that meant or the implications or... Anything beyond, let's make a joke about a rapper, and then they did it. Yeah, it was just completely taking. It was
2: taking the. It was taking the style out of context and adding absolutely no substance to it, or any sort of, or or any sort of anything other than this guy kind of sounds funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that was. Yeah, that was the unfortunate part of of the whole joke is that he sounds funny, but the sounds funny is he talks in like mock cubonics. Which one hundred percent I one hundred percent they were not trying to be racist. I'm oh, I think that much is probably the case anyway. Yeah. But they also still did the thing and it's just it's probably the worst character on the website.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah like Bubs is similarly kind of um kind of that type of uh accents like because they were imitating uh the comedian Red Fox who was also uh an African American guy mm-hmm. um but i think i think PCP is yeah. you know a bit more of a contemporary yeah. reference um, yeah significantly pretty, less... pretty close to like Snoop Dogg i would say in yeah. kind of execution
1: yeah the joke of bubs salesman is significantly less attached to blackness than the joke of PCP rapper.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. PC because yeah, PCP is very much one joke and it is just rapper. Like there's no other, like, and, and like, I mean, although PCP has been involved in probably the funniest new, a uh, new sketch, it's never cut. like that being the uh, fisheye lens, Oh, yeah. It's never funny because... It's never been funny because of him. I think it's always... Been, things with him have been funny in spite of PCP.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, just kind of the weird contrast between him and Coach Z, I think, was most of it. That's true. I,
0: like... Because he was in... Yeah, he was in a Powered by the Cheat video with him and Merkid. They do uh, Coach Z's... Uh, just It's just called Rap Song, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was an un yeah. He was, he was very much an unfortunate character, and I feel like have they used him in any of like the the post hiatus episodes, or am I mistaken about when Fish Eye Lens came out?
1: It, I think it was a, it was definitely a post hiatus. Oh shit! I keep forgetting to mention a specific post hiatus thing related, which is the Aquabat Super Show. Did you ever watch it when it was on the air? Uh... I never saw it. It was this it was like this sort of like sid and Marty croft inspired like show starring the Ska and the Aquabats. It was like this project they had wanted to do basically since the nineties, and like in like the early twenty tens the hub network was starting up, and it gave them a perfect opportunity to do that. It was really good uh Matt Chapman was a writer on it, and I think like when people talk about Gravity Falls, they talk about how much how much Matt Chapman's influence can be seen in it. But like, but like with the Aquabats super show, the, the influence is basically one-to-one. Like, like there's a lot of like visual gags. There's a lot of regular gags. There's all these gags that feel like something that could happen in a Homestar Runner cartoon. And like, it all fits in, but also like there is an episode towards the end of the first season where the villain is just, Matt Chapman wearing a Strong Bad mask and a magician costume doing the Strong Bad voice. It's really good. I oh, yeah. I think they're. Oh, go ahead. No, I
0: was just gonna say. I think I do remember seeing that because I remember. Uh, I remember there being like a tweet. I think. I think there was a tweet by the the at actual Strong Bad account where they do all of the Strong Bad emails from now. I remember him tweeting about it one time because they, they, they had posted a picture of it and he was talking about how someone was ripping off his
2: style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, similarly to that, um, like, kind of musical Strong Bad appearance, uh, kind of closer to the real world, um, sometime, I want to say, around when the video for uh, Experimental Film by They Might Be Giants came out, um there were a few appearances of Strong Bad and I think maybe Homestar puppets at they might be giants shows hmm. like like Matt Chapman showed up and yeah. did the performance uh, I know. at at their shows
1: I know in terms of his he also made like puppets for Gravity Falls that were like used in like specific bits and vines and whatnot. He's a pretty good at making puppets. It turns out.
0: No, yeah, because he was, because like, it, like cause Gravity Falls, you're actually, like, yeah, it's I haven't seen the Aqu- Aquabat Super Show, but if it's more Homestar runnery than Gravity Falls, I can definitely see you know I can definitely see that being something that I enjoy because yeah. I don't even know if I've ever heard yeah. an Aquabat song honestly. I think
1: it's on Netflix and Hulu. Let me just double check to see if it's still on Netflix. Uh... Also, I they are, like, making, like, new shorts. There was, like, this Kickstarter that didn't quite succeed, but they made a second Kickstarter with a lower goal to just make short cartoons. Or short, like, videos for the Aquabats. Uh, oh, no, it's not on Netflix anymore. It might be on Hulu, though. I'm not sure. Hell, they might even have them on the Aquabats channel. Like, I remember them uploading stuff there before. But yeah, if you ever find the opportunity, please check out the Aquabats Super Show.
0: I'll definitely have to do that. Like I've never, like I've never even heard the music of the Aquabats. Although I did tweet at them when I was uh, starting this to see if they would let me use. I can't remember. I think you mentioned to me. They have a song where they have Strong Bad in it, and that's that's the only one that I've heard.
1: Yeah, there's it. I think this. Yeah, the song's called "Pink Pants" featuring Strong Bad and Homestar. Uh... Yeah, okay, yeah, looks like they've just been uploading, like, full episodes to their YouTube channel. Ain't nice. It... Yeah.
2: The only Aquabats fun fact that I know is that their original drummer was Travis Barker from Blink-182. Wow,
1: I didn't know Infra-real? that, that's great.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, that was the band that he was in before Blink-182 was the Aquabats.
1: Wow. I know they do have, like, this whole rotating cat or, like, they've had a rotating cast over the, over their history.
0: Yeah. It's hard to imagine Travis Barker in, like, an Aquabats costume. <laughs> like, just from a visual sort of picturing it in my mind perspective.
2: I think you can see him on the cover of um, The Fury of the Aquabats, which I think was their debut album. Yeah.
0: it's wild to think about.
2: Yeah. I don't think he was, like, completely... Uh, covered head to toe in tattoos at that point yet. That's true. He didn't he didn't quite look like Yellow Wolf at that point in his career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been early nineties. Right. Yeah, I think around nineteen ninety five or six.
0: That makes sense. I I jeez, I, I, I'll have to try to find a picture of that now because that is intriguing to me. Anyways, yeah. I think we should like yeah, I think we've uh, exhausted that question there. Uh, okay, they we've got yeah. another question from uh joe davin who asks uh which quadrant of homestuck of the homestuck romance matrix are all the members <laughs> of the teen girl squad on with one another and with the Greggs?
2: okay so 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 dan i think we established before recording that i know what this is but that's about as far as it goes because yes. i never got like super into homestuck uh past like 2010 or so
1: yeah I was super into Homestuck for a while but dropped around 2011 which which leaves me out, out of the loop of most of Homestuck stuff but yeah. it leaves me in the loop of what Troll Romance is so there's like these four concepts just built around like card suits like there's like the hearts there's the spades they have these specific names and I can't quite remember them but, like, the hearts, the spades, the diamonds, and the clubs. The hearts is just more of a standard romance thing. Uh, the spade is, like, this the antithesis of that. It's, like, people, two people who, like, hate each other to the point of, like, this weird hate-love thing. There's the morales. That one I remember. That's the diamond one. That's just, like, this very specific concept of friendship and then there's the clubs one i can't remember right now but it was like two people opposed to each other and one's like in a mo- and one person moderates between the two
2: i i think that probably <laughs> if i had to guess based on my now completely uh just learned knowledge um <laughs> that uh there's that kind of um, antagonistic relationship between uh, What's-Her-Face and Cheerleader, because Cheerleader doesn't ever want to, like, include What's-Her-Face in things, and What's-Her-Face is always kind of forced off by herself to do What's-Her-Face things. Yeah.
0: Be attacked by possums or hit in the knees with a bat by an alien. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's that's true. I think, because I know that, like, there's, that's that like cause each does each of them have a corresponding greg except cheerleader cuz huh. I, I know so and so dates open source greg in the junior prom episode
1: i i'm not sure if you could really one to one equate them i hmm
0: not like a corresponding greg and like personality but do they yeah. all date a different greg except cheerleader
1: yeah i i don't think cheerleader ever dates any of the gregs uh there was like a bit. In... No, she tends to go up, go after boys who aren't Gregs.
0: She's she needs cheerleader <laughs> Brian. I know in the any, in the prom
1: episode, in yeah, in the prom
0: episode, and in the Valentine in Valentine's special times, she ends up basically every male character in the show except for quarterback.
2: Yeah quarterback very specifically does not date cheerleader so and so dates Brett Brederson who is her made up uh, boyfriend and then
1: i yeah and eventually she she made him up in the first grade he's not real but huh. she she does like i think like both Brett at some point she's trying to she broke up somehow with Brett and is trying to date Tompkins. And then another time, I think, she, yeah, I think that's a, and I think at one point she goes after a Greg. I don't remember.
0: Because uh, what's her face does date uh, science fiction, Greg, when in, the ep- yeah. in the episode where cheerleader gets hit by a car, uh, she, which is a very like, oh, she gets specifically killed by crazy learner permits girl. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and she's and the first and she they're all like. We're free, I can overachieve like a bandit. I can date
1: science fiction Greg again. I can stop showering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can be a teen girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no teen girl. <laughs> oh, that, that's another thing that comes up uh, all the time um, in conversation with my friends. Is, uh, we're free, we're ointment!
0: <laughs> <laughs> God. Could, is that old man, does he count as a recurring character?
1: I think he's just in that episode. Yeah, I, I can't think so. remember if he ever shows up again.
0: No, oh, there's I think there's one more when she's uh when uh her Face is emptying out her locker. He comes oh, she's yeah, like that's right. old old notes, old books, old person and then he goes I'll leave, <laughs> I'll, leave I'll leave I've left the check I've left the check for last month's rent on the on the counter.
1: But what was the, Oh right, the question was about troll romance. Uh <laughs> But like I said, I have no fucking clue because I barely uh, because like I know that much about troll romance, but I don't think too hard about it.
0: Oh, I think that's probably the healthiest amount to think about troll romance. I will say though, uh, like, yeah, I will say though, I think most of them, like, honestly, most of the characters have like an antagonistic relationship with cheerleader. She just essentially bullies them all the time because they're genuinely happy when learner's permanent girl kills her. Yeah. Let's get ready to get so dead. This question is from Jules, who says which teen girl is which horseman of the apocalypse
1: hmm. <laughs> I mean the ugly one is pestilence. jot that down
2: yeah that's that's that one goes without saying through the ugly one, all pestilence is possible, so jot that down <laughs> um,
0: so I think cheerleader um, would be war.
1: Yeah, that feels right.
0: I just—I feel war, like as is, is war is the first one that shows up. Cheerleaders usually presented as like the leader of the teen girls, so that would make yeah. sense to me.
1: Uh, what's her face feels like famine. She just like like a whole thing of her is like she's a bit like homelier and like implied to be poor. Maybe it's not clear, but I think uh, I think what's her face is famine. And I guess that
0: leaves so and so is death. So and so is the horseman of shoplifting.
1: Shoplifting.
0: That's that actually is probably the most like uh, teen girl squad cellar door thing that I have is strong. But <laughs> going
1: hmm, shoplifting
0: <laughs> in, in the in uh, that episode yeah. to the point where I like because I stopped. Home star for a while like in between like like grade 10 and like the first year of university and that would be that would constantly pop into my head with
2: absolutely no context it would just be strong Bad going
1: shoplifting
2: <laughs> the way you said that kind of sounded more like marshy oh God yeah
0: I can't do a strong bad voice and I yeah, it's, it's
2: fine uh, yeah. shoplifting.
0: God Marsh Marshy is terrifying.
1: I guess that covers that question unless we want to discuss it further.
0: I think all of those make I think all of those make sense, yeah, yeah, next question is from James Mason, who asks favorite teen Girl squad short, including the
1: oh yeah, those things uh I kinda I did play through that game a lot when I was in in like middle school or high school. I guess it would have been early, late middle school early high school but like I definitely played them a bunch and like they're just like these weird puzzle things where you have to like figure out different ways to kill off the teen girls and like you throughout as as you go through the main game you can like find extra death cards hidden away based it's sort of like this weird like t- sequential puzzle thing where you just have to figure out the optimal Death for each one. I don't remember the actual contents, though. I,
0: I think we can probably just go with the main Teen Girl Squad shorts.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think my personal favorite is probably, like... I feel like... Shit, I... I can't decide. I, I feel like it would be either... Uh, it would either be Valentine's... Or possibly, the the issue eleven, the the summer camp.
0: I feel like probably my favorite would be teeny tiny girl uh, girl squad.
1: Yeah, that's that's a very <laughs> solid one.
0: Because I'm a big I'm a big fan of the uh you know what do you girls think about my very own chocolate bar that <laughs> she's dipped in salt?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's mine. It's a hundred. Shut it off. <laughs> That's another
1: one. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to bring that up later, since there is a specific question about favorite death.
2: Yeah. Uh, my My favorite issue is probably the one with the Battle of the Bands, where they they form the band Kissy Boots, Mm. and What's-Her-Face gets stuck playing bass. Um, the ugly one is on drums. Cheerleaders on guitar. So and so is on keyboard and yeah. goes with the goth, gloomy keyboardist look.
1: Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I I to I forgot to mention like when I was rewatching this, I finally fit, realized that Fatty's big chance is a ska joke.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> he's up. pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> he's got the saxophone and
1: and like the checkered pants.
2: Yeah, pick it Just, up, pick it up.
1: Hup hup.
0: He says ska phrases. Yeah, I I will say that, like, it's like it's it's probably not quite my favorite as an overall episode. But the song from episode nine, when they uh, show the kindler, gentler squad of teen Uh, girls is also like if that was its like its own episode, it would probably be my favorite just because of the uh, BFF (laughs) carved in a tree. That stands for (laughs) bank. Like that. It's a very good episode. I, for-
2: I, I yeah, watching that that one over again today, I I realized I'd forgotten about the part where a Porta John came to life and
0: <laughs> didn't so play on so a play
2: with so and so. At least they didn't get very good reviews. <laughs> That's... Yeah, I remember the part about staple sauce, but I didn't remember the Porta John coming to life. And that was
0: like, yeah, because like the uh, the What's Your Face ate staple sauce was, uh, was it? Because, right, yeah, and that in the, uh, what, what, by the way, where is uh, Babbage's, like, uh, because that's at the end of the song where he goes, yeah, that's then at the end of the song. The learner permits girl, gave me Give a ride to
1: Babbage's. Babbage's.
0: Where, like, what is, is Babbage's a real place, or is that it's just It's a like real a-
1: place, or it was, it's... I, I don't remember if I ever went to one, I was very young, when it was still a thing, but it was it was this old electronics store that went out of business in the mid to late 2000s. Uh, yeah,
2: I think they they got swallowed up by GameStop. Um, yeah, that
1: sounds about the, right. The
2: same as uh, yeah. Funko Land and Electronics Boutique did in the U.S. Yeah, I think Canada still has EB Games, but yeah, um, we still
0: have, well actually they changed now to EBX because
2: huh. now oh, they really? sell yeah because in Canada now they sell
0: all your nerd culture needs like plushies of mario and all the funko pops pops. yeah all the funko pops you could possibly ever (laughs) desire is line the walls of these
2: places there was briefly an ebx in uh in the mall of america here in here in uh minnesota in minneapolis um and this would have been probably around 2002 or three um so like Obviously Funko Pops weren't a thing yet, um, but mostly what they sold there um, was, like, shareware copies of games that were, like, maybe six or seven years old. Huh. <laughs> they, they sold, like, they they were, like, boxed diskette copies of shareware PC games, Um like EB Games
0: prior to like because I think EB Games and GameStop are like different names but merged in Canada as well. Yeah. But yeah. prior to them getting merged, EB Games used to be like genuinely extremely sketchy, whereas like GameStop was like the upscale like so does like sure. as far as that goes, like games yeah. retailer like you you like EB Games would carry like the sort of weird bootleg games and stuff for like. Mm older back when making bootleg games was still like a viable business model (laughs) yeah you're not getting a seven grand dad for the you know PS4 now oh
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, I act that does fucking remind me though like uh, a couple like a month or two back I was at at the mall over here and there was like a kiosk selling bootleg NES classics with stuff like seven grand dad on
2: them (laughs) yeah God. Yeah, those pop up every once in a while uh in any and any mall that still exists, you'll yeah. see a kiosk eventually for uh some 150 games in one system yeah. on a chip.
0: Oh yeah, I lo- honestly like those are still like a delight to play like those like weird kind of I'm like weird definitely illegal systems that just like steal tons of other like yeah. other games like Obviously, they're, like, they're ethically bad, but, yeah. like, just their existence has always fascinated me and, like, the weird stuff you can get on them.
1: You might be yeah. interested in looking up Dendy Chronicles. It was this series that was by, by this guy named Kina Man on YouTube who what, would, like, he was, like, going through all of these different bootleg games and he himself was, like, a kid who had grown up playing them in post-Soviet Russia. It was really interesting to look at.
0: Oh, Bob, nice. do you have me, like, the name or something afterwards so I remember? Because that's something I definitely yeah. want to check out.
1: Yeah, I'll link it to you.
0: So, uh, Breakfast, that is uh, Jordan of the show, Jordan Canning, asks, uh, my question is, what are your favorite Teen Girl Squad deaths?
1: Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, so, my favorite one has to be Issue 7, Teeny Tiny Girl Squad, where, which is Tompkins' death, which is Urgent... Uh, he died somehow. <laughs> it
2: just. Torso takes silver. <laughs>
0: that was a good show, now. Uh, for my favorite one, I'd probably have to go with just the, the staple sauce death from the song at the end of uh, issue nine. That's, probab- <laughs> that's probably my favorite one. Either that or uh, when Ugly One gets dangled over a hotel balconied. And then she seems, like, upset that it's not more violent. And then dropped off of said hotel balcony
2: To a bayonet bayonet tailgate party. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. At at first I was thinking maybe uh, when they got three spring rolls and got MSG'd. But um, I I think mine is probably from the end of Teeny Tiny Girl Squad. uh, Where... Um, they're all standing together going, look at how much we've grown! And then it zooms out, and they're just falling directly into the arrowed guy's mouth. God. Oh,
1: shit. We forgot to mention that how Teen Girl Squad has, like, these really weird transition scenes where it's, like, it'll bring up the text, but it's in, like, a man's mouth or on someone's back.
0: Oh, yeah, like, it'll be, like, (laughs) sunscreened into someone's back. At like on the beach episode,
2: yeah. just kind of like really, kind of more intricate than the rest of the comic. Uh, kind of gross drawings, sort of Red and Stimpy style. Yeah, and
0: like they do that when they's like there's one in the Four Gregs episode, even where they they zoom in really close on his mouth when he says halftime, and it's like <laughs> drawn really disgusting, like genuinely uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. Uh, we got two more questions here. First, uh, the two being: uh, Alex Leafcrunch asks, "Which quadrant on the political compass are each of the teen girl squad?"
1: Hmm. I can't, I don't think you could divvy them up into four cod into each of the four quadrants, but uh, let's see. Cheerle- What's your cheerle- face? What? Go ahead. Oh, so I was gonna
0: say cheerleader's authoritarian, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's her face is a crust punk, so libertarian left
2: yeah that 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 makes sense
1: so-and-so is a live so-and-so is with her yeah uh, so-and-so, <laughs> so-and-so
0: is so-and-so is like if i had to if if like we have to split them all up into four i'd put so-and-so uh top left
2: yeah but she's definitely Which not the bottom right for uh, for the ugly one that's
1: we,
2: <laughs> for no. libertarian right
1: absolutely not <laughs>
0: like i mean you're right though like that she's like so and so is definitely a lib it's just like if i had to pick one of the four quadrants to put the meat in that would be my lineup anyway
1: i would say that the ugly yep. one is just sort of an anomaly and i would say <laughs> hmm, i don't ugly think one she is... knows what i don't think she knows what politics are
0: ugly one is either like an <laughs> egoist or like a pr- like well, like a primitive anarchist like the, pr- the anarcho-primitivist thing oh sure either way like uh the ugly one exists like to the left of the whole political spectrum just off to the side
2: <laughs> if it's on a sheet of paper she's like on the wall that's five feet away
0: yeah just not not concerned like the the ugly the ugly one is like some sort of like avatar of nearthlepp and like has no concern for human politics.
2: <laughs> Man, if I ever run into the ugly one in uh in my next Arkham Horror game, I'll I'll uh I'll know why.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you should you yet um wait is it like wait, Arkham Horror like at the tabletop or Arkham Horror like a Batman game?
2: No, the board game.
0: <laughs> okay. And one last question here uh f- from uh was it alex sorry i don't know because i only see their username but like for oh. the uh, oh
1: uh is this the one from sarah sarah yes. Cosmimer.
0: yeah sorry i didn't recognize the avatar at first and it's just yeah. all barbling
1: yeah that's sarah Cosmimer, <laughs> not to be confused okay. with uh sarah tiger girl fat pussy
2: <laughs> is sarah Cosmimer... friend of the show
0: <laughs> Sarah Cosmemer asks I'm assuming the Teen Girl Squad is just like Totally Spies though so my question would be who would win in a fight between Teen Girl Squad and the Totally Spies hmm
1: I'm regrettably going to have to give this to the Totally Spies I don't really li- I need to listen to more of Totally Reprise but as far as I can tell the Totally Spies are less likely to die and <laughs> And probably more likely to survive just by nature. I, I, however, if the totally spies were in strong Bad's world, they'd be dead. Yeah, that's they would true. be dead within five minutes.
0: It's really, really location based like where this like is this uh, you know all fo- you know all fox, no items uh, final destination kind of fight or is like one of them got like the environmental type advantage? Because, like, the Teen Girl Squad are designed to die, so they'd be the obvious ones to lose in this one. But, yeah, like you said, if they're in Strong Bad's world, it depends on who he would become frustrated with more first.
2: Yeah, he, he could just, like, you know, Bugs Bunny Duck Amuck style, erase them all out of existence.
0: <laughs> I think it's trick question. They I yeah. uh, think it's a trick question. They would befriend each other and overthrow Strong Bad to take control of their own lives
1: interesting interesting i like that idea interesting
2: yeah do you think they would join do you think they would join, uh, do you think they would join um, the strong badia defense uh, force
0: i mean the totally spies are cops so they would join the municipality
2: yeah you know <laughs> you're probably right about that uh,
0: i don't i don't know it's an interesting question uh, cuz uh, sorry, Sarah, but they're not like, like the t- totally spies really beyond the fact that they are both teen girls. Uh, so it's kind of a difficult comparison to make because like, the teen yeah. girl squad characters are just regular teenagers, so I think in all honesty they'd probably lose this bout.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I but guess... if you get Minolios' ugly one in there, then got them, that, like, that's she- when the tables get turned. Yeah. <laughs> he got
0: you like sheep yeah manolius ugly one with his uh what is it his i don't know how stands work so i'm actually not going to make this joke it's going to say yeah. his stand got you like sheep but i don't know if that's how
2: stands work he's got a price on broken vcr smash tape or something like that
0: <laughs> i love Man- manolius ugly one uh is my favorite like probably my actually my favorite character like from the whole thing just from the uh so you so you wanna you wanna you think you're so great, Mister Captain of the Basketball Force? Uh, so you you touch my daughter, I got you like sheep. You do this, I got you like sheep. And you just got, It's like when it cuts to the sheep, it's not so bad.
2: <laughs> all right, is that all the the questions that we have? And that's all the
0: questions that we've got here, I think. Yep, so all the ones I've got recorded. Right. Now.
2: Well. Um... <laughs> Dan, it's, it's been uh, a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Dan, Mike Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I especially uh, liked hearing uh, your specific story about how you uh, got into Homestar. We, we should do that with more of our guests. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That would work well as like a nice little opening segment to kind of ease yeah. in every episode for sure. Uh, we have just closed it out with the plugs here. So anything you want to plug, where can people find you there?
1: Uh, you can find me at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Dawson with a zero, no underscore on Tumblr. You can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday. You can listen to my Yu-Gi-Oh podcast that I'm on called Pod of Greed, which can be reached either by podofgreed.tumblr.com or at podofgreedcast on Twitter. Uh, send us questions. We're eager. Uh, you can also, also, I just want it unrelated, but I do want to plug six feet under, which is an actual play podcast. I really like, uh, that has nothing to do with me. I just like it and, and want to get the word out.
2: I'm David. Uh, you can find me on such podcasts as the stick, um, (laughs) and currently just the stick, uh, though, hopefully, that'll be changing soon once I have a little bit more time to get my other show started.
1: Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. Uh, I also have a comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, most recent one is December 6th, Happy the Game Awards Xbox. Okay. I'm sorry for interrupting.
2: No problem. Uh,. My Twitter is at daves, D A V V V E S. Uh, my Tumblr for how much longer that's going to last, we'll see, is uh, at uh, Davd, D A V V V D. And I think that's it for where you can find me. I, I don't. I, I think I deleted my MySpace. I, I'll have to go check on that. <laughs>
0: Uh, My name's Eden, Uh, you you can find me also on the uh, podcast Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, uh, also on the Noise Space Network, and uh, my Twitter is at TP underscore Albuquerque, and seeing as I never use my Tumblr and that site's kind of going down the tubes anyway, that's it, that's the only place you can find me.
2: And of course we should uh, thank the person who made the art for the show, uh, Summer Geist. Thanks. So.
0: Uh, thank you to the composer of our theme music. They are uh, Hyper Chicken on SoundCloud with the song "Always Beezing and Dewzing, mm-hmm. uh which is uh, basically just a remix of a particular scene from one of the more recent uh, one of the more recent uh, episodes. I don't think it was a strong bad email. I think it was just a regular tune, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, it's it, it's a perfect theme for this show in particular. So I'm glad that you found that.
0: It's just a it was complete chance, and I'm glad that I ended up having it show up on my uh, my feed there.
2: Uh, so we we don't really have a uh, sign off line yet. Um, we're hoping to just come across one naturally, um, but I, I always like to give a quick uh, no probalo at the end.
0: <laughs> all right, folks, uh, do you want to try? I uh, see if we can all get it together on three. Then okay. <laughs> All right, one, two, three. No, no problem. Pro- oh.
2: oh. <laughs> All right, that was good. All right. That was good. Right. Thanks, guys.